Good morning, welcome back to our special mini breakfast and learn legal holiday uh, learning program. It's uh, a, a uh, mini in, in more than one sense, but we'll try to make it mini in time, but maxi in uh, content. Um, so once again, we'll say this for the record on tape. A gross, a and great Yasher Kayach to our dedicated Kailos team for uh, being here to set this up, even though the Kailos is officially on their weekend off. Thank you very much. That's right. That's right. And uh, for being here to help set up, and to for those of us who are are uh, here in attendance as well. Anyway, so this is going to be part three. We took a two-week break for Hanukkah. We had nice Hanukkah the last two weeks. But before Hanukkah, we were going through the topic of, of Tefilas Arvis, of Mayrav. It wasn't mean that Mayrav is a Rishus. Uh, we, we had a um, big debate over there between um, the Rishonim, uh, <clears throat> Rambam and Toysus. What does it mean that Tefilah of Mayrav is an optional Tefilah? We saw that, that, that um, although we are obligated in Myriv. We are obligated. Is the nature of Myriv, though, a Rishos um, at, at its very core? That was the Rambam. That it functions as a, uh, uh, a Rishos, and that's why it has specific leniencies, whereas according to Taisis, Rishos means that if there's something pressing would come up, you would be able to wave Myriv. Okay, so that was what we came out with Myriv, but in any case, we don't have the option of just like not diving Myriv one night if we're not in the mood. We said everyone agrees that that's not the Peshat in the Gemara, even though there may have been the Peshat in the Gemara originally, according to the Rambam, but the Rambam tells us that although by nature Myriv originally was something that Technically speaking, you don't have to daven if you're not in the mood, if it does not work for you that night, even without a very good reason. Kfar kiblu aleim the Ram says. Kleiser was makabel davening Mayrav as an obligation. Kleiser took it upon themselves. We are going to daven Mayrav. Now we're locked in, and, and then in halacha we go with this opinion that we're locked into Mayrav and that we can't really get out of it anymore. Um, <clears throat> The question is, that the Rambam, now that he writes, that Kleiso accepted Mayrav as an obligation. That's what he writes. And the Mishabur brings us down. That our ancestors already accepted it as, as something that we're always going to do. So we have to say Mayrav every single night. So what about women? Women. Do women have to be davening Mayrav every single night? If Kleiso accepted the tefillah of Mayrav as an obligation... So Klaisol is is um, is a diverse place, Klaisol, diverse community. We have men, yes, we have women too, right? A lot of diversity in Klaisol. So Kiblu Alem Khaib, if we accept it upon ourselves Mayrav as an obligation, as obligatory, does that obligate women as well? Now, th- that may, may make the Ilam a little bit nervous, especially those of us uh, you have to report back to, to, to uh, some women over here, to our significant others. Don't discriminate women, sure. What? Don't so, so, the, so the question is like this. The question is like, excellent, excellent, good, good. Question like this. I think we have to ask a question. We have to ask a a um, a uh, earlier question, really. Um, so we want to know when we say that Kleis was macabre as an obligation to daven myriv. Does that apply also to women? Let's back up a step. Well, what about women when it comes to shachris and mincha? Are women chayiv to daven shachris and mincha? Let's start with that. And that's why this really has to be the, the direction that we're going to take in, 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 in um, following this, this journey over here um, of, of trying to determine if women are going to be chayv and mayriv. Really, we have to st- take a step backwards and ask a more basic question, which is, what is women's obligations? What's their, what's their chiv when it comes to shachris and mincha? Are they chayv and shachris and mincha? Are they not chayv and shachris and mincha? Right? I mean, if they're not chayv and shachris and mincha, they're definitely not going to be chayv and mayriv. Mayriv is a rishos, Right? 
But uh, are they chayv in Shachar Semencha? What, what are they chayv to dab during the day? What are they chayv and what are they not chayv? How does the sugya play itself out? So it is a sugya. We'll do this, uh, we'll do this quickly. It, it begins with the Gemara and Brachas. And the Gemara and Brachas says that women are chayv and davening. The women are chayv to daven. Let's, let's read this Gemara. Gemara and Brachas, Dav Chof Amid Beis. The chayv and betvila, the Mishnah said that women are chayv and tvila, which means davening. They're chayv to daven. Says the Gemara, why are they chayv to daven? Because tefillah is an exercise in asking Hashem for compassion. Women also need compassion. Women need to, to, to beseech God as well for mercy and compassion. So if tefillah is the function of tefillah, function of davening, is asking the Rebbeinu Shalom for mercy, women need that too. So women are also chayv in davening. Now there's a bit of a shiloh with the gears over here. We're going to go with what, what seems to be the um, the... the, the Rashi says one gear Tosis says a different gear so the Gemara seems to have a shackle of it, it may or may not be here the next line and a half Maudetemo I might have thought I might have thought we treat Tfila, we treat davening as a as a time bound positive commandment. I might, I might have thought we treat it as a time bound positive commandment. And maybe women should be putter, because they're putter, they're exempt from all time bound positive commandments. Kamash Mulan, the Mishnah comes to know that they're chayv. Now, it's not clear if the Gemara is even supposed to have that line and a half. They, they say that Rashi, Taisa says Rashi takes the whole thing out. If it is there, though, it's also not clear what the shackle vitari is, meaning let's let's speak that out. The Gemara does declare that women are chayv and davening. Women have to daven. But the women say, the Gemara says, according to this text that we have, that I might have thought that exempt, because I might have thought we treat davening like a time ban positive commandment, Kamash Mulan, then nevertheless they're chayv. But, but what's the Kamash Mulan? What's the, when the Gemara has that turnaround, that they really are obligated. What's that shift? They really are obligated in spite of the fact that it's a time-bound positive commandment? Or they're really obligated, and it's not really a time-bound positive commandment? There's two different ways of understanding the Gemara. Everybody, everybody get that? The Gemara starts off, if you go with this text, by understanding that davening is a time-bound positive commandment. And the Gemara says, nevertheless, they're chai. But what's the nevertheless? What's the nevertheless? What's the commercial The nevertheless is because you're wrong, it's really not a time-bound positive commandment for some reason, or because it's an exception to a time-bound positive commandment. So this is a question. Let's put that on the side, and and let's let's move in the other in a different direction for a moment, and invite to take one more step backwards. The Gemara, we do have a Gemara in front of us that does certainly say women are chayv to daven. Gemara brachas, an explicit Gemara, women are chayv and davening, and that's brought down in Shulchan Aruch also. Brought down in Shulchan Aruch, Gepaskin in Shulchan Aruch, women are chayv in tefillah. Women are chayv in tefillah, says the Shulchan Aruch. Question is, what is this tefillah that they're chayven? When we say that they're chayven tefillah, we say that they're chayven tefillah. What do we mean by that? What's what's what is tefillah? What is this tefillah that women are chayven? Now we said till now that that um, generally when we find the word tefillah in the Gemara, tefillah usually means shmona esrei. But is that what the Gemara means over here as well? When the Gemara says. Um, that women are are chayv and tefillah. Does the Gemara mean the um, you know Shmona Esrei, or does it perhaps mean something else? So to answer that, we have to take one more final step backwards, and hopefully now everything will begin to come together. The the, the final step backwards we have to take to understand this Gemara, to understand women's obligation in tefillah, is to understand what is our obligation in tefillah, the obligation of a man. Are we chayv to daven three times a day? 
For sure, we are. And especially now that we've established that even if you'll say that Meir originally was a Rishos, we've accepted upon ourselves as obligatory. Men are chayv to daven three times a day. There's nothing to talk about. Why? What's the nature of the chiv of tefillah? What's the source of the obligation for davening? Why do we have to daven? What's the source for that? What's the nature of the obligation? Is that deraisa, derabanan, comes from the Torah, comes from the rabbis? Why are we chayv to daven? Everyone knows Bechayv to Davin. It's in the Siddur, right? It's in the Siddur. Of course you have to Davin. What? The Ovis? So if the Ovis, good. So Menachem, so you want to say the Ovis were Mesach and Tfilo? Let's go with that. If the Ovis were Mesach and Tfilo, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, does it make a Dereiser or the Rabbonim? The Rabbonim. Okay, maybe. Could be. On the other hand, they're before Matan Torah. So what is the nature of the chiv of tefillah? Are we chayv to daven? We're definitely chayv. Is it daraisa or darabon? So it's, it's a huge machlekes. Let's go through that right now. There's one of the biggest, baddest, boldest, and oldest machlekesim out there. The Rambam and Ramban. The Rambam says like this. The Rambam says that a yid has to daven every single day mid daraisa. From the Torah, a yid has to daven every single day. There's an obligation in the Torah for, the, for a Jew to daven every single day to God. And he learns it from a Pesach in Devarim, B'chol Kareinu Eilav, Mi Karve Eilenu Kashem Elekeinu B'chol Kareinu Eilav. Who is closest like God? And all of our calling out to us, the Rambam learns you got to call out to God every single day. Every single day a Jew has to call out to God. Every single day. That's Midda Araisa. What about those specifics? The Shachris, the Mincha, and the Mairiv? That says the Rabbam, he concedes that's a Durabanan, meaning how, how Tefillah was constructed, the specific structure and Seder of Davening. That's a Durabanan, according to the Rabbam. The, the fact that there's a three times a day, a Shachris Tefillah, and a Mincha, and a Mairiv, that's rabbinic. But the, 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 the actual obligation of Davening, the once a daily Davening, that's a Duraisa, according to the Rabbam. Okay, so a Jew has to Daven every single day, once a day to God. Every day that you wake up, and we hope that every day we wake up, we dive into the Rebbe Yashalelem. That's the Rambam. Everybody got that? According to the Ramban, there's no such obligation from the Torah. There's no Torah obligation to daven, even, even, even once a day. According to the Ram, Ramban, the entire, the entire concept of tefillah is all rabbinic in nature. So not just the structure of davening, but the underlying obligation of davening is also rabbinic. The obligation and the structure is all rabbinic. So far, so good? So according to the Rambam, a yid has to daven at least once a day from the Torah. That's midda araisa. The specific structure, that's rabbinic. And according to the Rambam, the whole thing is rabbinic. What practical difference does that make? Say the paiskim, or the earlier paiskim already, Say the Rishonim already, and this is famously brought down in a mug in Avram and from the Mishnah Brewer. The difference this makes is when it comes to women. What's women's obligation in davening? Meaning, here it, it will come out that although the Rambam seems to be more stringent in that the Rambam is saying once a day you have to daven from the Torah. He's actually going to come out as more of a leniency when it comes to women. And the Ramban, that seems to be more stringent in terms of more lenient, more lenient, and that he's saying nothing is from the Torah, it's all rabbinic, is going to come out as a stringency when it comes to women. How does that work? Yeah, let's speak it out. A fascinating idea. According to the Rambam, a Jew has to daven every day that he wakes up, he has to daven. 
Chazal fashioned that into three specific tefillahs every single day. But that's rabbinic. But the the, 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 the the obligation to once a day just to say some kind of some kind of tefillah, that, that, that idea on its own is, is doraisa. That idea, this concept of davening every day once a day, is technically speaking not considered to be a mitzvah man grama. That's not a time-bound positive commandment. If you say that every day, at some point during the day, I have to say thank you to God, I have to daven to God, before the rabbis come along, like the rabbim, we're going in the rabbim now, before the rabbis come along and, and, and shape it in, and form a specific structure, before the rabbis come along, every day I have to just say something to God. Now, before the rabbis came along, the what did you have to say to the rabbis to satisfy your obligation? It's just, just uh, your, own, your own personal prayer, right? And the, the Rambam actually sh- gives that a little bit of a tzura. The Rambam says, you say, uh, thank you, say, make a request, and praise. Praise, request, and thank you. But you could, according to the Rambam, on a Torah level, you could wake up in the morning and say, thank you, God, for giving me my neshama back, my <clears throat> Give me a successful day today, and, and you, <clears throat> excuse me, are king of the universe, and, and everything is yours. So, according to the Rambam, you satisfy your obligation of tefillah. With the modified Maida Ani, you satisfy your obligation of Tefillah for that day. You guys hear this according to the Rambam? You, you dive in Midaraisa. You wake up and say, Maida Ani Lefanecha, that's already uh, praise and thanks, because you're thanking Hashem for your Neshama. Mela Chai that's praise. And then say, Rebbe Shalom, give me a successful day today. You, you're a Yoytze Tefillah Midaraisa. According to the Rambam, if you do that every single day, and that's all you ever do, Midaraisa, you satisfy your obligation for Tefillah. All these pages that we have in the Siddur, Shaksim and Chamarv, it's all rabbinic. According to the Rambam, the actual Chiv of once a day saying uh, a thanks and praise and request to God, that's not regarded as a time-bound positive commandment. Because something that you have to do on an ongoing basis every day is not called time-bound. It's not a function of the day. It's a function of life. Not that there's a specific time that you have to do it. It's every day I have an obligation to return to God and thank God for giving me an extension on life. That's not called time-bound. A, I can find any time during the day that I want to do it. It doesn't have to be morning, evening, afternoon. Any time I want, I can find to do it. And it's considered ongoing. Ongoing. It's not looked at as a time-bound positive commandment. So going to the Rampa. There's two levels in tefillah. There's what you're chayven midaraisa, which is just once a day, say one or two sentences to God in your own sachas l'shoincho, in your own, um, you know, with your own uh, choice of words, however you would like to articulate it. And then the rabbis, again, created a specific structure. Are women chayven daven and coin to the rabbi? So they're chayven the first level, but not the second. According to the rabbi, they're chayiv every day, once a day, to say some kind of short, little, mini tefillah. Women, are according to the rabbi, are chayiv midaraisa. Midaraisa, women have to, once a day, say some kind of thanks. Thank you, God, for my neshama. Give me a successful day, and you're the king of the universe. That's it. Boom. They got their chayiv for the day. What about shachas mincha and mariv, according to the rabbi? Are women chayiv in shachas mincha and mariv? No, because that's all time band positive. The specific structure. Shachas, as we said, in this, these hours. Mincha has to be said in these specific hours. Mariv has to be said in these specific hours. That's time-bound positive. And according to the Rambam, they're exempted from that. According to the Rambam, very clear. Women are chayiv in, saying one, a one-line tefillah once a day, whenever they want, and the rest they're putter from. So according, according to the Rambam, it comes out that that Gemara in Brachas that says women are chayiv in Rachamei, in tefillah, 
And I might have thought their putter, Kamashal and their is really just saying, is referring to that a one liner, a one line tefillah. According to the Rambam, yes, the Gemara says the women are chayven tefillah and davening, but the only thing they're chayven is once a day getting up and bring, giving praise to God. Now, if you say that there's a whole sequel, Shakhvatariya, say like the Rambam, I might have thought maybe if they do it once a day, it, maybe it is like time ban positive commandment, Kamashal is not, or, or perhaps according to the Rambam, Rambam will take the whole thing out, like, like Rashi seems to do. In any case, <clears throat> let's just get this very clearly. According to the Rambam, <clears throat> one more time, women, all they're chayv to do when it comes to davening is what? Say a modified moida'ani and they're good to go. They're good for the, the rest of the day. Anything else they're, they're exempted from because it's all time bound positive. All the shakras and mincha and marv they're potter from. Are they allowed to do it? Sure, they're allowed to do it. Would, are women allowed to say the rest of davening if they want? Sure, it's like, like, it's like shaking uh, Lulav and Ezra, even though they're exempted from They're sitting in the sukkah, hearing the shoifer. They're allowed to do any mitzvah they're exempted from, but, they're, but the point is they're exempted. According to the Rambam, this is halacha lemaisa. The psak halacha is that women are not obligated to anything more than a souped-up version of, of uh, moida'ani. They're, they're not chayven anything else. So, that means, you know, if you tell this to the chasadim, then the minig is the chasadim buys his, his kala. This uh, sitter korba mincha, you can save a lot of money and just get, get her a little laminated card that says, um, you know, birchas hashachar, the morning brachas, and say, this is, this is all your, I, I heard from my Rebbe, I heard in a shir, this is all your chayv to say. Here you go, save yourselves a lot of money. That's the Rambam. The Ramban disagrees, as we saw. The Ramban holds that the entirety of tefillah is all derabbanim. There's nothing that you're chayvim midaraisa. According to the Ramban, Nachmanides. In the other corner over here, the Ramban believes that all aspects of tefillah, not just shachs minchan not just the structure of tefillah, but the underlying obligation to daven is also rabbinic. There's no chiv to daven midaraisa. And Chazal came along and said, Yidner Chayv to Davin, we're, we're going to make Yidner Chayv to Davin on a daily basis. According to the Ramban, are women obligated in Davening? According to the Ramban, yeah, the Ramban, that says there's no basic obligation with Daraisa. Everything is rabbinic in nature. Yeah. What? They are very good. And what are women Chayv to Davin according to the Ramban? Excellent. They should be Chayv to Davin everything. It should come out. It sounds like there should be chayv to daven everything. It's spoken like a true Talmudist. And Avrami Shane is speaking this out. Avrami Shane, for the record. And, and who's that also? Yeshua Lindemann? Okay. Spoken like true Talmudists, Rabbi Say. Let, let's speak that out. Let, let, let's, let, let's, let, let's slow that down, what they just, what they just discovered. It's counterintuitive, but this is the way it comes out. The Ramban, on the one hand, is much more, let's say, lenient when it comes to the nature, the underlying nature of tefillah. It's only rabbinic. There's nothing about tefillah, said the But on the other hand, it comes out a huge, a huge stringency for women, because the Gemara does say that women are archive and davening. And according to the Ramban, the only thing that Gemara can possibly mean is the entire gamut of davening. The Gantzaganskai, because Chazal made all, one takona all at the same time. There's something called tefillah. And we're making tefillah up, and we're, the way we're making up tefillah is shachas and mincha and mairuf. And what the, what, what's coming out according to the Ramban is that the Gemara is telling us that when Chazal structured, Chazal made up tefillah. Chazal made up this concept called tefillah. And when Chazal made it up, they made it up for everyone, including women. So Chazal ended up saying that even though it's a time-bound positive commandment, yes, because Shachas has a specific time only till the fourth hour, or maybe the sixth hour. Mincha has a specific time only till Shkia, or maybe an hour and a half past Shkia, depending on what, what, who, who Yazidi was, right? But Meirav has a specific time. 
it's all time bound positive commandments. Nevertheless, the Gemara tells us that Chazal imposed that on everyone. The Chazal made that into an exception and put that on men and women because it's Rachamay. There's only one type of davening. Davening only comes in one flavor, and, and, and that's the rabbinic institution of davening, which is Shachas and Mayrev. And the Gemara says women are chayiv in that. According to the Ramban, women are chayiv in. Shachris and Mincha, and it should come at Mayrif also. We would think, based on what we're saying so far, it should come at, they should also be Chayv and Mayrif. We're going to get back to the Mayrif in a moment. That's, that was our excuse in going through this whole exploration. We're going to come back to Mayrif in a moment. But it comes out again, we have a whopper of a Machloikas over here. What are women Chayv and, and, and saying every single morning when they wake up? All the women. Who? Got out of bed this morning, and those who are yet to get out of bed this morning, what are we supposed to tell them? Shayful, what do you what do you have to say today? What do you have in Davni for today? What, 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 what do you have to say? Do you have to say what I said? Shachs and Mincha and maybe even Mayrav? Or can you just get away with some the morning blessings? which you have your praise, your thanks, and your and your um, and your um, request. request. Thank you. It's a huge machloik. It's according to the Rambam, a couple of brachas, they're yaitza with tefillah for the day. According to the Ramban, they got to say everything that we have to say. How do we pass in halacha? How do we pass in halacha? So the truth is, it's a big mess. It's a huge mess how we pass in halacha. There's a Magen Avram that the Mishnah Bura brings down that contradicts himself. The Magen Avram in one place says that the minig is that women rely on the Ramban. And they don't have to say, I'm sorry, the Rambam, the Rambam, women are lenient and they can get away with just saying a bakasha as long as they just say a request once a day, just make a request, they're good to go, they don't have to say anything else. No, that's Birchas Hanenen. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can get away with that. Good, it's good Shiloh. Birchas Hanenen. Lachar is not a, not a bakasha. Not a. There is a, there's a shvach in there, but it's Birchas Hanenen. We don't call Birchas Hashvach. Um, in one place, the Magen Avram says, and the Mishnah Bur brings him down in both places. In one place, he says, women rely on the Rambam. And he says, if he says women are relying on the Rambam, he's telling us we can rely on women relying on the Rambam. And if they just make a, a request every single morning, then that's it. They were yet to feel the day. They don't have to do anything else. Don't make your wives Meshuggah. Elsewhere, the Magen Avram says that women, um, that the, 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 being that the Rambam says, the women are chayiv in. The women are chayiv in all the tefillas. There should therefore be davening shachris and mincha. Says that here's the, here's where the Bhagavad Avram elsewhere says, um, like the Ramban, v'chein iker. The the real halacha is like the Ramban. Says the Magin Avram, the Mishnah recording the Ramban later on. Kichain das roiv apoiskim. The majority of halachic opinions holds like the Ramban, and that they have to be davening um, shachris and mincha. What about Mayrev? What? Mayrev's rishus. Who else said that? Mayrev's rishus, and therefore what? Therefore, even if you're going to say like the Ramban, that that. Um, the whole nature of tefillah is only to Rabbanan, and they impose that on everyone, including women. But when they impose that on, 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 on everyone, including women, they impose it in a way of saying, Mayrav is a rishos. Aye, but Kleiso accepted rishos as a chayva. Women didn't accept it as a chayva. Avot tefillah is arvishu rishos, avot bishachshav kvar kiblu aleim, kaisu l'chayva mikomokam anoshim loy kiblu aleim. Women didn't accept Mayrav as rishos like the Ramban. Okay, so everyone hears this? Even like the Ramban, excellent. Again, for uh, the Yeshua Lindemann over there. Um, even though... 
um, the Ramban would, would, would believe, the Ramban's going to believe that Shachs and Mincha was imposed by Chazal on everyone, including women. Mayrev, though, is going to be the exception. Mayrev remains a Rishus, because we'll say that women never accepted Mayrev upon them, they never took it upon themselves. When the Rambam says that Kvar Kiblu Aleim, the Kleisu accepted upon themselves as a Chayvah, that was with women being an exception. Women did not accept it as a Chayvah. Okay, so according to the Rambam, Women don't have to say Ma'ariv, but they do have to say every single day Shachas and Mincha. They got to say Shachas and Mincha. And if they don't, they're, they're, they're being Mavatul, the mitzvah of Tefillah Durabanam. And what's the halacha? Here, the Magin Avram says that the Iker is like the Ramban, that women have to have Shachas and uh, Mincha every single day. They're Chayv. Elsewhere, he says, the Minig is women go with the Rambam. They just say a bakosha, episode bakosha on a daily basis. So this is a bit of a pickle. It, it, it's a mess. It's very messy. The Mishabura brings down the Mogin Avram. The Mishabura himself in the Sharetzin points out the Mogin Avram is himself, contradicts himself. So what are we supposed to do? What do you tell your wives? What are women supposed to do? Are they chayv to be machmer like the second Mogin Avram and daven shachs and mincha every single day like men? Or are they allowed to be lenient and just get away with a bakosh every single day? So it's like this. It's like this. Up to them. They're going to ask you what they should be doing, right? So what do we tell them? What do we tell them? They need, we, they're looking to us for direction. They're looking to us for guidance. I guess it's a young family, and it's, it's hard to do it, especially the shakras. Okay, excellent. So Shlava Panayev, very good Shlava. Shlava Panayev is, is saying very good. So Lamaisa, the Paiskim speak out what Shlomo is saying. They say like this, since it's a bit of a mess, since, since it's like messy, it's messy, on the one end, we don't want to just ignore it and, 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 and tell women, no, you guys don't have to do anything. Just say, you know, birchas hashachar in the morning. Just say your morning blessings and your yoytza tzila. That's it. Lomaisa, the Ramban says, not like the Ramban says, they're chayv dam shachar mincha. He holds it to chiv mamish. So just to ignore the whole thing, throw the whole thing out the window, that, that doesn't feel right. And that's, that's, not, that's not the right way of, of going about this because we're just ignoring a whole chunk of halacha that the Mishra Burung is down. On the other hand, to tell women they're all obligated to do it, women don't, time, time is very often at a premium for women. It's a major commodity. Women, you know, we go off to, to Shul, to Davin, to, to socialize, to have geshmak kiddush afterwards. What? We have a luxury. That's right. And what, what, what allows us to go off to Davin is because we're leaving the women at home with all the kids, right? So we're expecting them, A, to watch the kids so we can go off to Shul and socialize and have Shlomo's Geshmak Kiddush while they have to watch the kids and do everything that we're doing, do it, and, and Davin. So the Pais can say that women, or exactly along the lines of what Shlomo was intuiting, women that time is at a premium. Time is a commodity. They don't have a lot of time on their hands. They can be lenient. They can rely upon the Rambam and get away with just with a bakosh on a daily basis. They can get away with that. And the Chavetz Chaim himself, in, not in Mishabruah, but in a Mishabruah, in, in, in a letter that he writes, the Chavetz Chaim writes in the letter that women who are very busy in the morning, very busy with the kids, have busy schedules with uh, you know, the carpools and, and, um, and, making, and, and taking care of all the things back home on the domestic front, watching after the kids, says the Chavetz Chaim himself, amongst them, um, many other paiskim that women who are very busy, who don't the time, the time that can't afford the time to get to the rhythm, rhythm of shachris and mincha on a daily basis, they can rely upon the Rambam, and this is the standard minig island. Women who do not have a lot of time in their hands can and generally do rely on the Rambam, but when they do have time in their hands, they should be going like the Rambam. A woman, let's say a single girl, 
So in, in seminaries, the girls dab, and they dab in shachris and mincha in seminary. Girl who has time on her hands, a teenage girl, a, a single girl, or a woman who's, all her kids are married off, they're out of the house already. Again, we have the Mug and Avram telling us that the, the primary Allah really is with the Ramban, that they're chayv in shachris and mincha. Certainly a woman who does have time on her hands should be trying to, to, should, should be trying to dab in shachris and mincha every day. To become cavalier and dismiss of all women or their pater from tefillah, A, that's incorrect. The Gemara says they're chayv in tefillah. B, that's Weiter correct. Shochanorch says they're chayv and tefillah. And see, the Magen Avram in one place believes that they're chayv and shachas and on a daily basis. So certainly be dismissive of this. Cavalier is also incorrect. So a woman who does have the time on her hands to be davening shachas and certainly it would be the right thing to be davening shachas and on a daily basis because of the rabbi. Now, does that mean that it always has to be one or the other? No, of course not. On the day that she's very busy, she has the Rambam to rely on. And the day that she has extra time on her hands, she really should try to dab in shachas and mincha, like the Ramban. But even like the Ramban, we have to remember, don't make your wife crazy. Mayriv, according to everyone, is a rishos. Nobody says that women are, are, are chayiv and mayriv. Nobody says this. Now, some women like to dab in mayriv anyway, because it's an extra tefillah, it's extra rachame, the Gemara says. It's compassion and mercy. It's a beautiful thing to do. But even like the Ramban, they're not obligated in mayriv. It's just an extra nice, nice, nice thing. So if it's mamish making them, Meshuggah, tell them, don't, don't dab in mayriv. Stop davening mayriv. Forget about mayriv. But again, a woman who has time on her hands should be davening shachris and mincha in accordance with the, 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 with the halacha is according to the Ramban that she's actually obligated that. One final twist, let's just wrap up with this. It comes out, again, what, what's, what we saw, the leniency of the Ramban produces, uh, the, the stringency of the Ramban produces leniency with women, the, the stringency, the leniency of the Ramban produces stringency with women, but there must, there's one final flipperoo over here. The fact that the Rambam is now lenient on women, it says women can get away our yaitz with just like birchas hashachar, just saying the morning blessings, um, becomes a chumrah, where according to the Ramban, the fact that the chayv to do shachas and mincha becomes a kula. That generates a leniency with regards to what? Making Kiddush Shabbos morning. And let's conclude with this. The halach is, Rabbi Yisai, in the morning when you wake up before you go to shul, can you have a coffee? What about after davening is over? Can you have that coffee? No, you have to first make Kiddush. Kiddush. Once you finish davening, you have to make Kiddush. Yeah, but we keep the Rabbanans, right? That's right, it's the Rabbanans, but generally we keep the Rabbanans. If you didn't make it, it's fine. Well, if you didn't make it... Once you daven, you're not allowed to eat before you make Kiddush. Yes, but the Rabbanans, but that's the Halacha. Once you daven, you're chayven Kiddush now, and you're not allowed to eat before you make Kiddush. Right? Everybody know this Halacha? Before davening, you can eat, drink... Uh, eat, okay, that's a, let's uh, not get into eat, but you can't have mazoinus, okay? You can have some fruits, maybe, you can have fruits. Some, that, that, that's, that's beyond the scope, beyond the scope of this morning's discussion. But we don't eat, but we can drink, you can have fruits and stuff, until you, until you daven. Once you daven, you're chayven kiddush, because the halach is, davening creates a chayv kiddush. Women are chayven kiddush also. Zohar v'shamer, they're chayven kiddush, women are chayven kiddush. What? That's right. Are women allowed to have coffee when they wake up in the morning? Before Kiddush? No, After women daven. Are they allowed to have a coffee now before they hear Kiddush? No, they're like us. They're not allowed to. They're chayven Kiddush. Once a woman davens, she's not allowed to have that coffee anymore until she, until she hears Kiddush. So what if all she did was say birchas hashachar? She didn't daven yet. She tells the four. Let's, let's contemplate this. Oh, you figured it out. Rabbi Edison figured it out. All this woman did was say, now, well, let's say all we did was say Birchas HaShachar in the morning. I wake up, I say Birchas HaShachar, but I didn't go to Shul yet. Can I have the coffee still? Avada, I didn't have it yet. I didn't have it. I have to say Shema, Shema Ezra. I didn't have it yet. All I said was Birchas HaShachar. I didn't have it. The Chiv Kiddush is only challenging you after you satisfy your obligation of davening. I didn't have it yet. So you can say Birchas HaShachar and have the coffee. 
What about a woman? She said, Birchas HaShachar, and in the Shabbos morning, she has extra time, she likes to daven. Can she have, can she have that coffee after Birchas HaShachar? It's going to come out of Machleikas Ram and the Ramban, now it's going to boomerang. It's going to blow up. Now the Rambam is a stringency, and the Ramban is a leniency. According to the Rambam, all she needs to do is just say morning blessings, and she satisfied her obligation of davening. Right, but now she davened, and once she davened, she has to make Kiddush before she eats. So all, all she did was say Birchas HaShachar, she's no longer allowed to have that coffee. She can't have that bowl of cereal. She can't have that, 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 that uh, fruit salad anymore. Because she's chayv in Kiddush now. And she's got to wait five hours till her husband gets home for davening, right? Or make her own Kiddush. But according to the Ramban, since she's chayv to say shachar is, because a shachar is not called doing tefillah, she's not, she's not chayv in Kiddush until she davens, and she's got to say shachar, so she's still allowed to have the coffee. Everybody here? What a wild, uh, 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 what a wild twist. A wild twist. Well, you have to, you don't have to have a mincha before... Uh, yeah, no, that was a twist before, right? Oh, yeah, a double twist. That's right, a double twist. A double twist. So what's that look? So what? So what? what women, women, when they're home, when they're when they're, when they're Shabbos morning, is is that is that taka true that after they say birchas hashachar they now have to make kiddush? So it's a, this is this is a huge discussion amongst the paiskim, and there are many paiskim that say that if this woman, all the woman ever does is she never daven shachars. She never daven shachars, and the women that just they don't have the time. So they never daven shachars. All she does is say morning blessings. Then really she should try to make kiddush. She should try to make kiddush now because according to the Rambam, she's chayiv in Kiddush now. She really should try to make Kiddush before she has the coffee, once she said morning blessings. There are those who defend, though, let's say the women don't do that, and they never heard about this before, they say, you're crazy, I never heard of such a thing, they never taught that to me in seminary, you're nuts, it doesn't make any sense. So if a woman refuses to do this, she has upon whom to rely, there's a Ramesha who's matter, there's other Paiskim that are matter, other very interesting svaras, why she shouldn't have to do it. But... It's important to know just for the sugya, for the sugya sake, it should come out that she should really have to make kiddush. And according to the Ramban, let's say a woman during the week she never daven shachas, but at home it's more on Shabbos rather it's more chilled. She sits and daven shachas with the kids. A woman who generally will try to daven shachas sometimes, and even if only on Shabbos she daven shachas, then she can say on Shabbos my davening is shachas, so she can make bichas hashachar, have the coffee because she can say even like the Ramban, I'm not chayven tefillah yet, I'm not chayven kiddush yet because on Shabbos I try to daven shachas, and then she can she can. Still have that coffee after Bichas Shachar before Shachas because she can say, generally, I do try to daven Shachas Shabbos morning, and for me, my tefillah today consists of Shachras. But the woman who never daven Shachras, who always goes like the, like the, like the Rambam, even Shabbos morning, technically speaking, there is room to encourage her to try to make her own Kiddush. But if it's something that ain't a she's not going to be able to hack this. She's not going to be able to handle this. You don't want your wife going off the derech on you. So it's, it's, she does have upon whom to rely to not make the kiddush. But if she's willing to do it, to making that kiddush, she wants to have a, a little uh, 3.3, three, even three ounces of grape juice. Make out. Uh, that's all she has to do. Three ounces of grape juice with a hagafen. That's all she has to do. If she's willing enough to doing that. That would be the appropriate way to go if she never daven shacharis. Okay, so thank you all for joining, and that makes it a wrap, Rabbi Yosef. Wish you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Amen.